I spent the last 10 years teaching corporate America leadership and teamwork. Now, I've left my 9 to 5 job to help as many people as possible become leaders in their work and personal lives. Some say leaders are born, but I say they're built. This podcast is the beginning of my mission to create change on a massive scale. Join me and follow along as we explore leadership, teamwork, and growth together. My name is Brian Rollo, and this is Lead with Impact. Welcome to Lead with Impact. I am happy to have you along for the ride today. I am Brian, and you are listening to the Lead with Impact podcast. Thank you very much. Now, I was thinking, imagine you took a vacation and let's say you went to let's say you went to Disney World and you couldn't wait, you gathered all the kids together and they put their Mickey Mouse ears on and their sunglasses and they got the wristbands and they are all ready to go and you throw them in the car. Maybe you're staying right at Disney, so you you know, you get on the train or the bus or whatever it is, you pull up and you just can't wait. And maybe you're waiting for them to open up the doors and finally they do and you make your way through that gate into Disney World, a moment you've been waiting so long for. And the Disney employees, every one of them, are dressed in three-piece suits and have really glum looks on their faces. No colorful costumes, no happiest place on earth, just the three-piece suits and the glum faces. How would that work for you? Probably wouldn't be what you were expecting, would it? Now, imagine on the other hand, you had a big investment to make, and it was something that was really going to weigh in your financial future. Let's say you needed a loan, or you wanted to deposit a large amount of money or invest a large amount of money, but it was something really significant to you. And so you really took time to think about it. You planned it out, and you went down to the local financial institution, walked in, asked to meet with the president or one of the loan officers and you came out and they were dressed like Donald Duck. (laughs) Wouldn't work for you, would it? You think, where am I now? This is not the right place for me to be making a serious financial decision. So the point is, when it comes to our workplace cultures, different cultures work for different organizations. Different cultures work for different teams. So you can't really just say, this is the right culture, this is the wrong culture. you got to realize that there has to be a fit to the team and to the external environment around the team, like Disney World or a bank. Everything has got to match. So our cultures are sort of like personalities. I think we talked about this before. We all know people with all different types of personalities, and we may like and love them all equally. We know some people who are super outgoing. We know some people who barely say a word. And we accept them for who they are, and when they are their best selves, everything is great. But all of us have situations where we cannot be our best selves, no matter what our personality is, and when things start to go wrong. And it's the same way with our workplace cultures. There's different ones for different types of organizations. They all have their strong points, and then they all have areas where things can go wrong, too. So it's really important to keep that in mind when we start thinking about 
whatever organization we're part of, whatever organization we're trying to lead, and what the appropriate culture should be to make sure that it's one that fits. That being said, there's a few things that are universal truths when it comes to culture. The first one is first one is that it needs to start at the top. Culture cannot come from anyone else other than the leader. If the leader does not buy in, there is no culture. So if you were running, say, an organization of six people and you were the leader, the other five decide what they want the culture to be, and they come to you and say, all right, this is going to be our culture, and you're like, yeah, do whatever you want, but then you don't support it down the road because you don't buy into it, it's not going to work. It has to come from the top. Only when the culture comes from the top, comes from the leader of whatever organization we're talking about, will everyone else be given the message that this is something real. This is not just talk. This is something real that we're doing. So it's got to come from the leader, and then it has to be communicated. leader has to let people know. And if they don't buy in, it's going to be very, very evident, if not immediately down the road, because that leader will start being put in a position where they have to make decisions based on the culture. And if they're not buying in, it's going to be very, very evident. For instance, one of the other core tenets of any successful culture is there has to be mutual respect. There has to be respect shown for team members. We've all been probably in places where we've been disrespected. And if that continues to happen over time, none of us want to stay there. If someone's feeling disrespected in the workplace, one of two things are going to happen. They're going to leave and go somewhere else, or they're going to feel like they don't have any options and they really need that paycheck. So they're going to keep dragging themselves to work, but their heart's not going to be in it. They're going to be taking up space watching the clock. One of those two things is going to happen when people feel disrespected. Neither of them are good. So if the leader does not believe in a culture of respect, maybe he says he believes it or she says she believes it, but the first time something happens with someone who is a strong producer but doesn't show respect for people, then that leader has to make a call. When I say respect is important, or did I really mean it when I said those things? It's going to be very, very evident. Very, very evident. And if the leader acts in a way that's not in alignment with the culture, culture dies. People realize it's not real. So that's a core tenet. It has to come from the top down. And the fact that there has to be respect, too. We talked about the fact that the leader has to let everybody know what the culture is and let everybody feel like they're part of it. None of us want to be someplace where we feel like we're not included, where we're not welcome. So make sure everybody feels that respect. Make sure everybody feels like they're invited to the party. And not only invited to the party, invited to be part of the party. Because our jobs can be like that a little bit too. Have you ever been invited to a party and you got the invitation, but then you got there and you felt like, I don't know if this is really for me. Uh, this doesn't seem like my type of place. This doesn't seem like the kind of thing I like. I, I don't even know if these people even really want me here. I've been in those situations. And again, you don't want the workplace to be like that. You don't want somebody to feel like, I got the invitation, but I don't know if they really wanted me to come. And lastly, the way you show people you wanted them to come is by recognition. 
when somebody does something great, make sure we tell them we appreciate it and make sure we tell the world that we appreciate it. Without that recognition, any act or hopes of somebody acting above and beyond will go away. Because when somebody goes above and beyond and nobody cares, a message has been sent, hasn't it? We don't really care if you go above and beyond. Being mediocre, being mediocre is just fine and accepted. So when we take the time to make sure we really appreciate those who put in a great effort, who are loyal and just come to work every single day and give their best, we make sure we find ways to recognize those things. And it can't be, I'm underline this, it can't be just money. Unless it's a lot, 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 lot of money. <laughs> but even with all that much money, respect and recognition is still part of it. How many times have you heard an athlete who's getting paid millions and millions and millions of dollars a year? Money that most of us dream about and they get upset and they say, I don't feel respected by the team. And that feeling of disrespect, that feeling of not getting the due recognition can cause somebody to walk away from a lot of money because they know if they're good enough, they'll find it somewhere else. It used to be back in the old days that people would say things like, you're getting a paycheck, it's good enough. And the, maybe that was true one day. And I'll tell you today, maybe it's good enough to get people to keep showing up, but it's not good enough to get them to work at an amazing level, to accomplish amazing things. It's just not. That recognition, that looking for the good things and shining a spotlight on them encourages them to do it again and it raises the bar for everybody else. So those are just a few things, a handful of what you need to have in place if you want to start taking the culture of your organization and making it world class. And if you're listening to this podcast and you're a leader or you hope to be a leader, the first step is what you need to know. It has to start with you. You've got to buy in. So if you're willing to buy in, not just with words, but with actions, you can put the rest into place. You can do everything we're going to talk about here if you really buy in and are willing to communicate it and live by it. So that's your call. We're going to keep talking about that in future episodes, what it really means to be a world-class workplace culture. I hope you enjoy it. And I would love to hear from you, too. I'd love to hear your thoughts. You can find me at brianrollo.com. You can email me at brian at brianrollo.com. Love to hear your thoughts on what makes a world-class workplace culture. How do you make it outstanding and what's worked for you? Love to share those with all of us. So feel free to look me up. Shoot me a message either on my website, my email, or on social media. You can find me via links on my website. So until then, I hope you are having an outstanding, outstanding day. Oh, you know what? I almost forgot our quote. Quote of the day. I had a good one too. Our quote of the day comes from James Cash Penny. You may know him better as J.C. Penny, purveyor of blue jeans, bath towels, and more. But he said way back in the day, he said, the best teamwork comes from men who are working independently toward one goal in unison. Now today we'd be a little bit more inclusive than just saying men, but we get the point, right? People who are working independently on their own but toward one common goal in unison. That's the secret sauce right there. People with discretion, with autonomy, but going towards one 
common goal. Speaking of working with autonomy, I almost forgot to mention, find us on iTunes or Google Play. Rate us. Leave us a review. That'll help us keep this thing going. I appreciate it. Go out there and have an impact and have a great day.